0: Hello everybody and welcome to True Crime Banter, the podcast aimed at bringing you your dose of murder relaxation, so just sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I'm on one right now. Welcome, yeah. everyone, to the Wizard of Oz podcast. I know. I uh, like it, though. Another episode of the True Crime Banter podcast. I say Wizard of Oz because if you guys are watching on YouTube, it kind of looks like the Wizard of Oz. It
1: kind of reminds me of, like, I think it's a scene from the Little Mermaid Ursula. Never heard of her. She's okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Now before we get into it. Yeah. I will be taking the lead on this one again. And uh, I was telling you that this is a little bit of a graphic one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And which a,
1: means I'm excited.
0: That is true. In a group chat be, grou- again. I, I, group chats <laughs> between you, myself and my sister. Uh she said hey on the Catherine Knight episode. I wish you guys warned me how graphic it was gonna be. Yes. Because she said she was eating breakfast during it, and it got, um, again graphic for the yeah. third wor- third time in a row. And
1: like I was telling you, yes, we had a warning
0: on the a Instagram
1: written warning. Yes. So that I think we'll start doing verbal ones. This is the verbal one. Yeah, because some people are just driving, snacking on their burrito, their yeah. freaking Mexican <laughs> pizza from Taco Bell, and, and if you're like, doing that right lag. now,
0: you need to stop or swallow it right now, or hurry up and finish it before we actually get yeah, into the story. Do that. really fast. Yeah, but before we do get into the story, um, I know that you've oh. got a bit of banter yes. and some shout-outs. Yes,
1: let's cover the shout-outs first.
0: And I've got some shout-outs as well. So. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Well, we'll try to make this quick. Honestly, I am loving this, though, because thank you to everybody who commented. And I'm going to read out some of the people that publicly commented, but there were quite a few private messages. Yes. And once again, because they are private, if you're somebody that I was talking to... If you're talking to anybody, it was me by the way. Not always. Yeah. Most yes, of the always. time. On Instagram. 99.9%. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, then sorry for not giving you a shout out, but I don't know if you want to be public or not, so I'm just not going to. <laughs> um, but anyway, so on the reel, we've only done one so far, and yes. this was for the Mandy Stavak one. Um, Cara Joy commented on our reel, and this was our teaser, basically, kind of.
0: Yeah. Yep, and yep. we
1: played the audio from this one in which a woman basically helps convict Solve a guy. A case. Yeah. yeah, and it has a clip of her getting really excited and be like, "Oh heck yeah!" You know. And um, Cara Joy commented, "She's so badass for that." She said, "Thanks for the shout out, guys. I was so hyped all day. I was telling everyone <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I'm glad we could make your day." Yeah, you screenshot it, sent it to me. I was, yes,
0: that made me happy.
1: And then. This was also on the Mandy Stavick post. Somebody named April G one two three four five six seven eight said, "I just followed. I will check you guys out later today." And she said, Pisa and April G." Well, so I would love to hear April G if you're listening to this and you've already listened to some of it. I would love to know what you have to say. Yeah, but only if it's positive. Thank you very much. (laughs) And then this was I did like um uh. What did I do? I did like a uh, like a post? Yeah, like a I'm short guessing? post, like kind of like it was on our page, but it wasn't like an episode. Okay. Yeah. And it was for Alyssa Macklemore. and this was a missing indigenous woman, which I think a lot okay, of so us know. Okay. Again, I've a mentioned problem. this
0: before. We you post a lot of missing people stuff yes. on the Instagram. And so I would really like on to, to do more those. indigenous
1: women, just saying. But this was one of the first ones I did and the Instagram by the name of Killer Speak Offic- Official, they basically, I'm not going to read it because it's so long, but basically they commented and basically kind of backed up what I said in the whole like issue that we already know that indigenous females have like yeah, a super a high murder rate, unsolved homicide rate, missing rate, like it's insane. Mm-hmm. And they pointed out the Case uh, Sarah Stops Pretty Places case, which is a really big one okay um i mean i wish they were all big but that one just happens to get a lot of information but um the podcast going west um i don't know if anybody else listens to that one but that's a really good one and they just it was just really weird timing that this instagram pointed that out the killer speaks official one okay and going west just did an episode on it so you guys want to go check that one out um and then on that same post of Alyssa, a Instagram handle of DC War Pony said, "Thank you for sharing this." So well, you're I know welcome. that's not like a huge thing, but also like I think people are like yeah. really starting to understand that this is like kind of a huge fucking problem. I so. think, yeah, yeah. And then Nicolette burned something. Sorry, it caught off on here. Like, let burn something. <laughs> she messaged, but she basically, like, shared this to her story about the Diane Schuller case. Yeah. That she's listening. And she said, episode three, and I'm obsessed already. Well. With a black heart. Those episode my favorite. three
0: means she's only listened to me so far. I know. I told her that, too. I was like, you might oh, want to <laughs> fast forward yeah, to when I join.
1: <laughs> Double
0: skip, but don't skip.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm going to leave that now. Okay. For. Well, I also. Shout-outs? Yeah, I got okay. some
0: shout outs for YouTube. Okay. Um, the Let's first one being oh Bose, and i uploaded a reel or i guess an instagram short youtube yeah. short and uh he he commented and said i followed just because of the cute lady hee <laughs> he oh which would talking be,
1: about you right
0: obviously yes. <laughs> i'm glad we're, we're on kidding. the same page
1: thank you whoever uh and that then is, appreciate it. this
0: was just a day ago kirkish delight he, I believe it's a he. I, I believe. love that I'm, I'm name. Assuming I'm sorry. His name is Kirk.
1: <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh,
0: he said, "Feel like I've just discovered a hidden YouTube gem. Great episode, guys, and that Aww. was on again the latest. You're Mandy right. You did Stavik one.
1: I'm hoping to be not so hidden, but I still want yeah. to be a gem,
0: an emerald gem, based on our Mm-kay. background. Yep yeah well what uh what about your bit of banter for today what do you got so
1: this was actually shout out again to joey toast my sister joey oh, gosh. um she i was asking her kind of like man i feel like i'm already running out of things to talk about like when you ask you me naturally never. off the podcast like what you're talking about i'm like oh i have a thousand things because i never shut up but when it's something like this i'm like i hate having to think about it it's just not natural but she said apparently on the interwebs right now there's something going around, like a great debate, if you will, air quotes, that what is, do you think there's more wheels or more doors in the world right now? I've
0: seen that This one. thing. Yeah, I've seen that going around. I'm so, like, I
1: don't give a fuck. You don't have to, but what do you think? But what do I think? Yeah. I think
0: first we have to define what a door is.
1: That's what I said to her. Because. it's the same thing.
0: Cabinets could be doors, closet yes. doors. Yeah. Do we include those? And then for wheels. Are we talking about all types of wheels? Like wheels on the bottom of this desk? I'm yeah. assuming yes.
1: Yeah.
0: My answer, uh, wheels, I think.
1: Mine's doors. <sighs> right. Guess this is, is where it end. ends. <laughs> 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 this is it. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> Thank for you. listening. Hope night. you enjoyed the uh,
0: entire series. Yeah. And that is where okay. we... Okay. And That's wh- pretty much
1: it. So... Okay. Well, I'm glad, to- I'm
0: glad to see that we are... Uh, um on the same page once again. <laughs> Way to go.
1: That's what keeps us interesting. That's right. Keep the fire alive. Well, uh That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, so cool. Let's get into it. Let's
0: get yeah. <laughs> also also if you guys uh have bit of banter requests. Feel oh free, my god, please send them to us.
1: Honestly, I'll take that more than case of just right. <laughs> because I'm a little desperate over here.
0: Uh, okay. Well I'm gonna go ahead and let's uh, let's mm. let's begin okay. the episode. It's Thanksgiving weekend, 2016. Knox County officers Stephen Ballard and Jeremy McCord arrived to Golden View Lane in regards to a welfare check called in by the co-workers of Lisa Guy. What the officers found upon entering the Guy household will be baked into their memories for the rest of their lives. Let's go back to March of 1988. Lisa Guy and her husband, Joel just gave birth to their first son, Joel Michael Guy Jr.
1: Quite the name. Okay.
0: Yeah. Doesn't sound familiar to you yet, though, does it?
1: I just call him JJ. Yeah. No, it doesn't, I... actually. I, I feel like I know that last name Guy, but that mm-hmm. could just be because I met somebody with the last name Guy. I'm not sure. I just know that guy, last name. Guy Gabriel? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Quick throwback.
0: How about that? Anyway. So Joel Sr. Uh, had three daughters from a previous relationship before meeting Lisa. And so Joel Jr., uh, nicknamed Joel Michael for his middle name, was his and Lisa's first child together and the only child that Lisa ever gave birth to.
1: So the other kids were his from a previous marriage?
0: Correct, yes. Okay, yeah. so she
1: never had any other nope. kid besides this little guy. Yes, okay. so this
0: is her first child. And and I brought that up because growing up, uh, Joel Michael, maybe, maybe we'll call him J.J., Sure. As Joel Jr., so we know yeah, the difference. JJ uh, was very introverted. He was described as an outsider, uh, distant from not just people outside of his family, but those who were part of his family as well. In fact, in doing my research for this case, I came upon a new phrase that I had never once heard of. Oh I don't know. I'm interested to see if you've heard this. Okay. And that, that's, that phrase is that Joel or JJ's mom, Lisa doted on him yeah okay
1: that's a thing for sure yeah
0: so basically doted is being extremely and uncritically fond of yeah so kind of like
1: pay extra special attention to yeah like, like yeah.
0: unconditional love to the most yep. extent <laughs> yeah like no repercussions whatsoever for yeah. whatever they did yeah i'm
1: actually surprised you haven't heard of that before i'm I've just yeah. interesting yeah i've heard that a lot really yeah
0: and maybe people have said it and I didn't realize what they were saying. <laughs> I was like, totally, bro.
1: I've never done I, that. I doted Not on you once. too. Okay. Anyway.
0: So, yeah, no matter what, uh, basically, what, no matter what JJ did, uh, Lisa was always on his side, which in many ways could be beneficial for a child to feel, I guess, the full and complete love of a parent. But at the same time, uh, there's a reason that tough love exists.
1: I was going to say there's support and then there's like unhealthy support that yes. doesn't really help anybody.
0: Doting i've learned (laughs) you're
1: so annoying
0: back to the story Mm -hmm. uh jj growing up although being the non-social outsider that he was he was also fairly smart so in 2006 he graduated from the louisiana school for math science and the arts Hmm. and went on to attend louisiana state university or lsu uh
1: so, this school for the arts wasn't a university. No, so instead like of high school. a high school? Yes, exactly. Almost oh, like, like a an trait? alternative, yeah, yeah. almost? Like for like yep.
0: fancy and in smart In fact, people? my little brother, he went to a science and math institute. Which one? Down in Tacoma. I'm going to ask which brother, but oh. you don't have to tell me. Yes. It's okay.
1: We can't say names on here, right? <laughs> That's okay. right.
0: No, Bug. You know Bug. i played you his music. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, He went to LSU with the intent of becoming a plastic surgeon.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay, big goals. Love that. Yeah,
0: so he went to LSU. He lived in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, up until 2016, which leads us into this holiday weekend of Thanksgiving 2016. Okay. So uh, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit, though, before we get into it. Joel Sr., JJ's dad, he was a... uh, it's a pipeline engineering designer so I'm not sure fancy. yeah and then lisa his mom uh worked in hr okay and they both they they made a pretty good living lisa uh, and hr yeah right yeah they both made a pretty good living uh being able to raise four kids into adulthood without any real issues mm-hmm. um no poverty you know i guess food stamps nothing yeah. you know they they were able to support all four kids okay. um, very easily The three daughters from uh, Joel Sr.'s previous relationship, they all had their own places to live throughout the state of Tennessee, which is where this uh, story takes place. Okay. While J.J., again, was living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So here is where things went a little different, though, for J.J. uh, in comparison to his three half-sisters. Going back to the doted-on phrase... Uh, while I earlier said that JJ was enrolled in attending LSU, he actually wasn't. So he dropped out of college in 2015 and was living in his own apartment in Baton Rouge. That you, I'm not sure you would have been able to guess. So, but his parents were paying for it.
1: They thought they were paying for school.
0: So when they the knew money? he dropped out. But Lisa, being the doted, doted oh, on onto okay. him. Was just wanted the best for her child always. And so he wanted to live on his own in Baton Rouge, no longer going to school at LSU. So instead of saying, okay, well, you better get a job and figure out how to pay rent there, what they did was Lisa went back to working more so she could afford to help pay for his. Oh, my God, no. Yeah.
1: I already hate working. I am not working more for your spoiled ass. No. Nah. So,
0: J.J., he was... (laughs) practically freeloading uh office off of his parents
1: wait i'm so sorry really quick yes. does does the dad know
0: yes okay yeah i'm just
1: wondering if like a secret from the dad or something no no,
0: no. Okay. no this was it was um a very and the dad's just thing. chill
1: it, with the mom working more it is yeah of this. it kind
0: of is what it is um you'll see here shortly that he does i guess step in or take control okay. all right
1: all right sorry. so jj
0: he's freeloading off of his parents income uh, into his late 20s with no real future plans to bank on. The problem, though, is that although J.J. did not have any plans for his future, his dad did have plans for their own future, For so his mom and his dad. So leading up to 2016 Thanksgiving, uh, Joel Sr. and Lisa Guy announced to all four of their children that they were planning on retiring. And
1: How old were they at this point?
0: Fifty I wanna say the mom was fifty four and the dad was sixty one. Oh, okay. So they're close to retirement. Go for
1: them. Yeah, they're That's closer a dream. to re- retirement and I could retire like thirty, that'd be cool. They
0: decided, yeah, that they were going to sell the family home. Actually I have it here. They were gonna sell the family home in West Knox, Tennessee, which is where this uh, Thanksgiving was gonna be taking place. And they were gonna move back to their native town of Kingsport, which is I also believe in Tennessee. Okay. So they said, Hey, um we've got enough saved up we're going to sell the house, move back to where we grew up. But that also means, J.J., Yeah, you're getting cut off.
1: Oh, this is not the first time this has happened. And they freak out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So <laughs> this, this move after selling the house uh, was going to take place in mid-December. So just a few weeks after this Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving was going to be like this one big last bash of a, a celebration. You got to look on your face. Because you, okay, all right. I, I see the, the wheels turning. And, uh, yeah, like I was saying, this this Thanksgiving was going to be one big bash of celebration uh, before the empty nesters I put down here were back in their own nests. Here's the issue, though. Uh, in order to properly retire, like I said, um, they had to cut off JJ from their funds. And this is this is where not providing the tough love towards... Uh, jj
1: yeah
0: and not giving him the opportunity to you know learn and and figure out how to support himself this is
1: one of those weird things where like i feel like there's so many opinions on everything and like but if you're not a parent i feel like you really don't have a lot of like ground to stand on right but there is just some common sense things that like you just can't let them do whatever they want whenever they want and like take advantage of you and like you know
0: yeah some stuff though i think you and i um knowing that we've never had kids yet yeah that we're pretty good at not just assuming or, or saying, yeah. oh, you should do I it this see, way. I could see, though, or...
1: somebody being, like, so in love with their kid that they just can't do anything to, like, right. hurt their feelings or put them in a bad position. Or I could see people, like, taking it too far and be like, no, they're the light of my life. Like, yeah, I, I mean, to, to let people suffer. into our,
0: a little sneak peek into our own lives, we're trying to get our dog to, <laughs> to sleep on his bed, <laughs> on his own bed, not on our bed.
1: We don't need to tell everyone our problems. <laughs>
0: Okay, all right, never mind. But we're just like, oh, God, like we feel terrible sometimes because you can hear him. He wants to be up on the bed with us.
1: We don't need a Dr. fill ourselves right now. It's fine. But anyway.
0: Like you're saying, though, you know, I could just imagine with a child, um, you just want to take care of them the best that you possibly can.
1: Yeah. yeah. It might look different to people, but yeah, anyway.
0: Yeah, well, this lack of tough love that they were given, given JJ um, or not given JJ, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, that came back to bite them. Mm. So, okay. the entire family spends Thanksgiving together, and by all accounts, it goes well. Uh, the next day, Friday, November 25th, all of the sisters, they take off and they head back to their respective homes. JJ, really with no real responsibilities to get back to, or I guess go back home to Louisiana, uh, he decided to spend the rest of the weekend back home with his parents And before finally heading back to Baton Rouge on Sunday. So he he went home on Sunday. An extra couple days. It is what it is. Then comes Monday, November 28th. That's the day that Lisa Guy failed to show up to work. And so her boss, knowing Lisa to be the type of person who would call in if she was running late or unable to make it in for some reason, uh, she wasted no time. After numerous attempts of trying to reach out to Lisa, uh, she got a hold of their daughters to see if their daughters could get a hold of Lisa.
1: I love hearing this stuff, like employers or employees that are just on top of it, like know yes. their they know their coworkers, they just know something's out yep. of place.
0: When you got a gut feeling, you you gotta follow sometimes, it.
1: Sometimes, unfortunately, it's too late, you know. But like, I love hearing that like people are being held accountable Proactive and like, too. yeah, like, yeah. hey, I know this person, I've yeah. been with them for years. This isn't right. Yeah, you know, there's
0: no reason if to. If it wait. wasn't for
1: a lot of these people that are like this, you know, it probably would hinder investigations and stuff. Absolutely, yeah.
0: yeah. So after um, numerous failed attempts to get a hold of Lisa and Joel Senior, uh, she called the police and requested a welfare check on the couple's home.
1: Okay, Love that's that. when
0: Knox County officers Stephen Ballard, uh, actually, so Stephen Ballard is the first responding officer. Okay, uh, he shows up at the guy household. On Golden View Lane, and he he thinks, okay, there's cars in, in the driveway, the door's locked, but there's not a whole lot really going on.
1: Like, you know? no one's responding yeah. to knocks. I'm knocking, or anything. yeah.
0: Um, he's trying to look into the windows, can't really see anything. Uh, too also alarming. reminds
1: me of the Catherine Knight case there was a car in the driveway, no right. one's responding to knocks,
0: yeah. So, um honestly there's there wasn't a whole lot that he could do at that point, yeah, uh, you can't just say, oh no one's no one's knocking, so we yeah. gotta break in right so uh, the police are like, well, it is what it is, uh Lisa's employer though she doesn't get a call back, so she calls the police again and says, "Hey, just checking in, uh you know what's going yeah, on, yeah,
1: what did you find right? Like, why would you not call them back
0: and they explained to her there there wasn't much at the at the site or the the scene, there wasn't anything there. Well,
1: thanks for letting me know.
0: I know, right? Thanks for calling me back. And I feel like I've run into situations like this with the police too. Like, I've.
1: Oh, have you? uh, No, not
0: like this specifically, (laughs) but I got into. I got sideswiped one time on New Year's Eve. Oh. And I called them. I was like, hey, this dude definitely drunk. We're pulled over here at this corner. They were like, okay, we'll send an officer. And then, like, 45 minutes later, Still no officer.
1: Yeah, this. Sorry to like sidetrack, but this happens to me all the time. I work in crackhead country up and there's always people walking around doing drugs and stuff and like being creepy and stuff. And I swear to God, I takes so long for them four hours later, nothing. I'm like, cool. Well, I'm glad I didn't get stabbed. Yeah, exactly.
0: I called him back. I was like, hey, do we? I'm not hating on all police,
1: but the ones at least in my area up there, just I don't know what they're doing, but
0: they're living on every single time. time. But uh, yeah, so she calls back and uh, Lisa's employer calls back and says, no, trust me, it's not like Lisa to not have any contact yeah. at all. Like if she can't make it in, somebody knows why. And so a second responding officer goes out and that is Officer Jeremy McCord. Okay. Uh, he gets there and uh, like I said, the doors are all locked still, the, there's cars out front and they're, they're looking around and they're kind of inspecting and there's a couple of things that are like... A little a little weird, a little different. Yeah. Um, they go to the backyard, and they can see that the door handle to the back door is missing.
1: They didn't see that the first time?
0: So I don't think they, for the first guy did a full inspection.
1: Awesome. Love that.
0: Right. I don't think... It, yeah. What so, does
1: welfare mean? You just walk up and like, well, the grass looks green. I'm going to go home. Possibly. Was that... Yeah. I mean, anyway. You know,
0: I would love to know. But yeah, so they go around, and they see that the, the door handle to the back door the doorknob is completely gone so it's just a hole where you can see through the door
1: and did he look through it
0: so he looked through it <sighs> and this is you, you, there's a lot of correlations between yeah, this and right? Knight. The really weird. the mail
1: slot that yeah they i didn't through? even think about yeah. this yeah
0: so they looked through it, and there was a, a few things that they noticed uh one weird like heat coming off from inside okay Two,
1: someone's baking cooking. Yeah.
0: Two, they they heard a dog,
1: like Aww. barking
0: upstairs, or a, it was in the house. Yeah. Clearly not downstairs.
1: Yeah, I probably couldn't get down there.
0: And then three, uh, there were grocery bag, grocery bags on the floor near the front door, um, that you could not see at all from the front windows at all.
1: Okay, because they were like probably down or whatever yeah. down below. Okay.
0: Now. Um, hmm. I already told you that originally they didn't think anything was wrong but upon further inspection they're like okay yeah, something like four things weird yeah like, something's a little weird here yeah <laughs> so they're like we gotta we gotta do something we gotta find a way in like we finally we have enough i guess cause or reason to be like we need to enter the home and figure out what's going on
1: i'd rather have somebody be mad at me that i'm in their house trying to save their life yeah. Then somebody, you know what I mean? Yep. And like they're then they something don't need happening, help. but exactly. you're just like,
0: sorry, can't, yeah. can't go in.
1: My bad, I was doing my
0: job. So that is a uh, that's when they're kind of looking around. They're like, how are we gonna get in this house? Pretty much. Oh, they're,
1: there's a missing door handle, so.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you would think oh, just unlock, but you, I guess they couldn't like unlock the back okay. door. Get,
1: okay. Can't fit it's their not hands always that or whatever, simple, whatever. I guess. It is. Okay.
0: But by sheer luck, they are looking at the cars in the driveway.
1: And, and they see a garage, garage door clicker. Yeah,
0: <gasps> and the car was unlocked, so not only did they not have to Thank break into you, this car,
1: fate.
0: but yeah, they were just able to open the door.
1: Avoid all the losses. And then they <laughs> they open
0: the garage door, and that's where Detective, or I guess Officer Jeremy McCord, mm-hmm. enters the house.
1: Okay.
0: So now I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my laptop around. I'm okay. gonna have you watch this video. Um, If you guys are watching on YouTube, you'll see the video as well. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, you'll be able to, I guess, listen to what he has to describe. So this is Detective or Officer Jeremy McCord. Okay.
2: Initially, when you go through the garage door, it's like an eat-in kitchen. Um, And right there, you've got on the table, you've got what appears to be a a purse, a couple wallets um, that that are out, and there's items on the floor um, that, you know are uh, there's bottles and, and other items on the floor so we see these items um, we're feeling the heat the stoves on the ovens on there are other items on that table uh, specifically um, I know that there I believe there was a hammer uh, on the table um, and a cell phone I believe on the table with was the there a doorknob I think, on the table excuse was me there a doorknob on the table I don't know if it was on that table or on the dining room table in the formal dining okay because there were doorknob pieces on the formal dining room table. Uh, tell, tell us what you observe uh, in the kitchen. Uh, to the right was a stove that appeared to be on uh, with, the, with the pot uh, on it. Um, and at the time, we, we didn't know if, what was in it. Um, you know, all I really observed was there was uh, what appeared to be feces in the, in the floor of the uh, living room. Then immediately to the right is a formal dining room that had a, a large amount of uh, long guns, Laying there, um, I think there was a red velvet cake at the end of the table. There's nothing downstairs that I'm observing that, that makes sense to me. Once we get upstairs, it's like the world does a 180. Okay. Everything gets turned upside down. I observed uh, what, what appeared to be clothing um, and uh, sharp instruments uh, and some kind of bucket I don't know what it was. It, it was a bucket. It, there was something else present with the clothing and what appeared to be a, a reddish brown staining on the floor, the wall. Uh, it's going all over the place. Um, and you can see straight down the hall and you uh, I saw hands uh, not connected to a body. Um. It's uh, it's it's gut-wrenching and it's it's something that i've never experienced before uh when you go in there was there was like plastic drop cloth type material or something a roll of plastic on, on the bed and i remember the bed was made and before we get into the bathroom um, the materials there on the floor that we've seen in the pictures thus far uh, a wide array of tools and lights and such Correct. um did that uh, Did that alarm you at all as a law enforcement officer? How did you perceive seeing those items on the floor? I had absolutely no idea what I was walking into. I went in the master bathroom, and uh, the only thing I saw were two tubs with what appeared to be uh, uh, body parts liquefying, liquefying. I'll never get those smells out of my head or my dreams. Um and at some point, do you have cause to inspect uh, the contents of the pot? Yes, the uh, contents of the pot um, it was um, it was determined that there was a, a head uh, a severed head in the pot, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, here. I see...
0: I'll, I'll take the computer back from you because I got another clip for you that we'll play a little bit later I want to make sure we got that ready.
1: Are we gonna but process this for a second? Are we gonna so there's a there's a, a
0: lot to unpack there. Yeah Obviously, I mean
1: especially visually if you guys aren't watching this you need to at least go to the YouTube just yeah. to see this part exactly I'm I'm a little speechless
0: right? So here's the thing Um, th- Here's what's wild about this case I don't want to say wild about just this case, but um, what's very intriguing and why maybe watching the YouTube video on this one is worth it because the way that at least this department does their... um, What would you call that? Walkthrough? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do like a triple walkthrough. So the first time they will walk through and take a full video... Of, of the entire walkthrough. They do a second walkthrough, I believe, of taking just pictures. And then a the third walkthrough of video pictures and the markers that yeah, they use like to Yeah, like really determine. detailed. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And on this, the clip I just showed you, and if you guys are watching the clip you guys just saw, um, you hear the detective or officer describing it, but then you can see because of the video what exactly he's talking about.
1: Yeah, so really quick. Um, when was this... When did this courtroom thing take place?
0: Uh, 2020, actually. Okay,
1: because I'm like, I'm seeing the face masks and right, yeah, the yeah. Like, so this plastic was, wall. Yep,
0: so this was okay. one of the first cases that finally got... that It got delayed uh, because of COVID, yeah. obviously. And this was late 2020, October of 2020, that okay. they finally got to run this trial. That makes sense. Um, And that is why, yeah, you'll see the, the face mask and everything on it. But... Yeah, so, um, I don't know how you want to break this down. Do you want me to go over what he explained? And then... Sure. Okay. Whatever you say. So.
1: Also, I mean, do we really need to point out this is third or fourth case with the fucking pot on the stove? Yeah, what is going on
0: with our podcast? I love it. I mean,
1: I just, what are the chances? Also, let me point out, because I cannot tell a lie. I do know this case. You but, do know. Okay. But I knew it quite a while ago, which is why you're like why do you have that face? But I I tend to only remember unless it's really bad. Yeah. which this clearly is, which is why I'm shocked I don't remember these details that I'm like, "Oh, I remember this." Yeah. but I'm parts not going to say anything, but I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I know this one." But then like once I saw the video, I'm like, "I how did I don't not remember, remember this?" this? Yeah. And like I said, if you guys are watching the actual YouTube, you'll see what we're talking about. But go ahead and
0: yeah, walk so, us through it. Yeah, uh, so Detective Officer McCord, he, as you heard, upon entering the house, uh, they came upon a whirl. So actually, I-, I put here a whirlwind of alarming things. So first off, there was imminent heat radiating from the inside. We talked mm-hmm. about that from the hole in the door.
1: Let's absorb all the elements here. Okay. Yeah.
0: So the thermostat in the house was turned up to 90 degrees.
1: Oh, sounds like a dream. <laughs> For you, oh, yes. God, I wish. Um,
0: there were also floor heaters throughout the house that were turned on to their highest setting. So again, amazing, your ideal mm-hmm. home. The stove was on with a giant pot on top of it. Uh There's a strong smell of cleaning supplies, which we've said before, never a good sign, along with plastic bags and cleaning detergents uh, strewn there's all just, over the Yeah, household. At least
1: what I saw was jugs just of all, cleaning oh, stuff. Exactly. Like seven or eight of them.
0: Then on the dining room tables, it, so they have, like, a formal and, like, I guess a lounge table, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, there's knives and guns and a hammer, uh, along with the wallets of both Lisa and Joel. C.
1: So this might sound really stupid, but I don't really care. So on, I kind of wonder in the video when they're doing, like, the video tour if— mm-hmm the police have found all this evidence and they're lining it up on the table or if it's that's set it there found. like that. No, that's was how it was It's very organized. Yes. Like everything is very laid out almost like it would be if police were like organizing like evidence they yeah. found.
0: No, that that's how it was Because all the cleaning so, supplies
1: were kind of like sectioned off. Like just the jugs were here, just the plastic was here, mm-hmm. just the like paper towels or whatever. Like it's yeah, just weirdly I had weirdly another video organized. clip
0: um, that I was going to show you and it was the actual body cam footage okay. of the officers entering it uh but it as interesting as that is because it's very uh drama filled like you you're watching it and you don't know what the hell's going on while obviously they're entering this house yeah um
1: well it's their but, point of view they don't know right. what's going on so you don't know what's going on
0: but the video i showed you i think uh explains it a little more in detail of what cuz it's the actual officer you know and so he's able to describe it and you can actually see every little detail but yeah they didn't they didn't line these things up, that's how they found that's it. So,
1: yeah, usually you don't see that,
0: yeah. And uh, and so back to what I was saying, uh, exactly that the, he had things lined up on the dining room tables. Uh, yeah. I mentioned the wallets of both his or I guess Joel Sr. and Lisa. And as Officer McCord described, uh, upon going up the stairs, there was blood marks and spatter. And as he walks up, or I guess walks down the upstairs hallway to, they describe it an exercise room. So there's like a treadmill, a Bowflex in there. Uh, he sees two hands laying there. Severed, not connected to a body. Yeah, that's a little.
1: But they were right. I mean, downstairs was, what did he say? Once you... Once we went upstairs, it looked like everything had been turned upside down yep. or something. Like, that is exactly what the footage looks like. It's a the upstairs and the downstairs, both containing horrible things, but look very different. Very
0: different mm-hmm. horrible things, yeah. There's so like, a pile
1: of clothes strewn out. Like, it just looks chaotic yep. up there.
0: And at that point, once they saw the severed hands, uh, immediately they knew it was, like, a crime scene, crime scene. Right. So they called for backup. They called for forensics. And that's when they continued to clear the household as if there might be... Yeah, Danger who imminent. Mm-hmm. Uh, And in the master bathroom is where they find the two large bins. You saw them on the video, uh, full of some sort of cleaning solution and a mangled mess of body parts.
1: It was kind of hard to tell um, what the container was. They definitely had it blurred out whatever yeah. was in it, which we now know as the human remains. But it almost looked like a blow up. Pool like a kiddie pool or something. Uh, no, it was, it was like,
0: it's it was it, uh, just think of it, it as your large, large plastic containers um, for like moving. Once we actually have similar to like these hefty oh, boxes. Oh, the
1: way that it was filmed, at least to me, it kind of looked like a big, like big, kind of shallow. It kind of looked like a kid blow up gotcha. pool or something. Well, it, it was, it was huge. two of them
0: side by side. Oh, maybe that's what so, it was. Okay, okay. yeah. So, uh, yeah, they they found. I, I can't remember. It was like a a demented stew of body parts is how they described it or something. You're gonna see when you if you search this case afterwards, um, that's how a lot of people will describe it as like
1: a dementia. He turned turned
0: their body parts into stew because obviously there's stuff with the stove and then that's how the officers describe this this these boxes of or I guess, you know, bins filled with body parts. Um and upon further inspection as McCourt stated, uh, they did look into the pot on the stovetop downstairs. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it was a severed head, simmering.
1: Man, did you see that little lasagna thing next to it? It was a Stouffer's lasagna box next to the pot. And I was like, fingers crossed, <laughs> they just cooked lasagna really in weird the in the pot. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking hoping, but well,
0: no, I was wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. This, unfortunately, was the head of Lisa Guy. And upstairs in the exercise room was the hands of Joel Guy Sr. Uh, And in those buckets, in the master bathroom, (sighs) was the remaining body parts of both of their bodies. So now, obviously, the question is who did this and why did they do it? And uh, to the investigator's own surprise, there was another item that got left at the Guy household. And it told them everything they needed to know.
1: (gasps) Can I guess? Is this guessing time? Sure, yeah. A cell phone? Close. Laptop.
0: iPad. Yeah, actually, getting closer and closer. Just it was computer? a notebook that Joel Michael Guy Like an Jr. old school
1: handwriting notebook? Yes. Wow, those are pretty outdated.
0: He left it there before he went home on Sunday. And in that notebook <gasps> were notes.
1: Did he leave his backpack behind too? A mm-hmm. backpack? I think I remember that. Yeah. Okay, okay, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so in that notebook, not notes, it was actually Girl. a list of things. Oh, uh, my a list God. of things that he wrote down in preparation for his holiday trip back home.
1: Please just tell me. Keep going.
0: Please. So that list consists of not just what was to happen, but also why. Okay. And uh, you know what? Instead of me telling you, I'm going to let uh the
3: trial tell you. Okay. Get Killing Knives multiple Get carving knives to make small pieces. Get sledgehammer, crush bones, bring blender, and food grinder. So I'm going to pause that real quick. You're going to real. so the way he, he's
0: listing what he needs to get. Yeah. And then next to it, he's writing down why, what going to be useful. Got it. So we'll continue. And this is.
1: Just in case he forgets his own. Right. Like Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad, but you know. Whatever. Grind meat. Keep going.
3: Get bleach denature proteins. Get plastic bin for denaturation process. Keep going. Does not matter where they're killed, just get rid of bloody spots to prevent evidence of time of death, not the mattress or the couches. Get rid of bodies inside house, there and my DNA already there. Next slide. Um, flush chunks down toilet not garbage disposal. Ah. Get plastic sheeting for disposal process. And the part that's crossed out, get hollow point bullets just in case. will be seen buying bullets. Just use computer room gun. Check to make sure there are bullets. Last resort. He's not alive to claim her half of the insurance. Money, and then an arrow, all mine, 500000 Flood the house, covers, forensic evidence. Turn heater up as high as it goes, speeds decomposition. Bleach reacts with luminol, just like blood, douse area with bleach. Big sprayer, Lie. trash compactor, body gives time of death and an arrow, alibi.
0: Yeah, so, safe to say that the police were uh, able to put two and two together. And they think they got their guy.
1: So, not that this, like, doesn't super matter, but, like, this notebook, did it say, like, my name is so-and-so, and this notebook belongs so to here me? Is, <laughs> you know, was, that like, was that incriminating? Their,
0: the defense attorneys in this case for Joel Jr., um, they didn't have <gasps> a lot to go is off of.
1: Is that who did it? Shock.
0: Yeah, weird. So they didn't have a, go- a lot to go off of. One of the few arguments they tried to make was that uh, this notebook, how do you know it's Joel Jr.'s notebook? Right. Like, oh, you, you tested DNA on like the we outside said on of the it. the
1: last episode, defense attorneys yep. just grasp, grasp.
0: Yep. And so the prosecutor, she basically tore that apart and was like, well, you don't got to be a genius to know that the the notebook found in the backpack, in the same room that all the sisters say Joel Jr. stayed in that weekend, in the same backpack that also contained books with his name in it. <laughs> you can assume that this is probably his and notebook.
1: there's probs, fingerprints on all of it yeah, too. I mean, right. I mean, yeah, we could keep going on. And on
0: yeah, about so this story. I guess uh, the question was, you know, where I guess was Joel Jr.
1: Yeah, and that is the only he... question left now.
0: And why did he leave with like? all the evidence possibly needed
1: right still there and, I mean I don't know if you're gonna go over it but like this notebook as far as all of these notes go you would think this is a smart person I mean mm-hmm. he's kind of and it's almost it he didn't almost, write down get
0: rid of notebook so then maybe that's yeah, why well,
1: yeah one, that one last <laughs> yeah. step always gets you but it would be almost like one of us or maybe people that listen to this kind of stuff it's almost like all the stuff that we kind of common sense know just from like watching stuff and right. yeah. maybe that's kind of some something that you have that people before you didn't have because there's mm-hmm. all these forensic files and CSI I and mean whatever, think right? about it
0: we have this list right here if yeah. we like, ever want to do this like these are things
1: denature, nature yeah or whatever like who says all that yeah. like
0: denature proteins
1: denaturation, and all that like I mean that's just very specific yeah. Like. This does this, so do this, and then I do this, and then you'll be yeah. caught on camera, so, so do this. Like
0: yeah, you're smart,
1: but you're not smart enough to exactly. do the rest of it. You think you
0: got it all figured out until you realize yeah. you don't.
1: Well and until uh, it actually comes down to physically doing it, that's a whole other ballgame. You're right. like, Oh, this is a lot harder and more complex.
0: Well, here's what happens. So you like I said, why why did he leave it the way he did, you know?
1: Exactly. Clearly
0: the job isn't done. Yeah. You still have a lot of, if you're bringing the hammer to crush the bones, you've still got to wait till the bones yeah, are, are available. Yeah, and let me just
1: side note really quick, in that video, it looks like one of those ballpoint hammers, right? Yeah. Like, those are so freaky. <laughs> like, I don't know why those are so much worse than the other ones. You would think the other ones would be worse because they have, like, fangs on like, those creepy, oh you know? Like, you would think those would be worse. There's something about a ballpoint that's just so much more aggressive. Like,
0: yeah, I don't know why. Well, here's the, so here's what happened. Uh, This is what we end up finding out, is that the reason Joel left was because his parents fought back. Well, his dad fought back, and then I'm sure his mom fought back, but there was plenty of defensive wounds on their bodies, uh, what was left of their bodies. Yeah. And he, his hands were so injured that he had to leave and go get first aid, I guess. Wow. A, Yeah, so here's what he did. He drove all the way back home to Baton Rouge. How long
1: is that? I'm so bad at math. I don't
0: know. I mean, Tennessee to Louisiana, I'm sure. I don't know. At least a few hours, I would say.
1: I don't know where Tennessee is.
0: Well, (laughs) we're going to do some learning after this. But yeah, so he drove all the way home, a completely different state, and then got medical attention. In case he was ever asked uh, what happened, he would, he could say, like, there was an accident while he was working at home or something. Okay. So he, yeah, so his hands were injured so enough. So once
1: again, kind of a smart thing to do, but yeah. you're also a fucking idiot yep. somehow at the same time. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's the
0: reason why. So I, word on the street, there's kind of conflicting reports, but one report says he drove back the next day, so the Monday— the monday that the police were there investigating this and he drove past the house because he realized like oh shit like they the police are there i'm not gonna go back there now yeah but then there's another report saying that he didn't and when it comes down to it this all happened on the 28th and they ended up arresting him on the 29th
1: oh wow So the very next day they got very quick yeah yeah Wow, I can't believe I didn't remember, like, these really messed up details about this. Yeah, well, yeah. It, also, it's just, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I was going to point out that another, whatever you want to call it, overlap, overlap, I guess, yeah. of the Nielsen is flushing the chunks. Yep. Like, he said to do yep. that, I'm like, And oh. he said
0: not in the garbage disposal yeah. because there would be evidence left over there. Yeah. So, um, one of the things I, I told you, you know, with the whole, you couldn't. You can't prove it was his notebook um, defense. One of the the other defenses that they tried to use, and this is, you're talking about grasping for straws. He, Joel Jr., said that because of at the time that the police got to the house and his parents were already dead, that the house was legally his house now because he would inherit it and that it was illegal for the police to enter his house now. Because there was not a welfare check being called for him. Yeah, this is, that's what we're, how grasping for straws they're doing on this defensive side of this trial. That, uh, because that it's... wasn't my parents' house anymore, because they're dead at that exact time, you're entering my property without my legal consent. So this entol- entire thing is null and void. That's what they were trying to
1: say. Even though. The cops didn't know they were dead yet. Yes. So they had to enter.
0: Exactly. They entered
1: thinking it belonged to these two old people. Yeah. And
0: that gives you an idea of how stupid.
1: Usually, though, when you come to court, I feel like it might be stupid, but at least it legally makes sense. And this doesn't legally make sense. No. So it's weird that they would even try to put this out there, considering the judge would be like, this is stupid. This doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Yep. It's one thing to not make sense but still could be feasible. This isn't even feasible. No,
0: and, and even going into the trial before it began, he actually he asked to uh, represent himself as that a lawyer. That
1: always works out. The reason
0: being is because he wanted to say as his lawyer that he consents to the death penalty being offered if he's convicted as guilty. Okay. So he's basically waiving his right to not be you know, sentenced to death. Basically then, saying, if you convict he... me, I want you to kill me because I'm a piece of and shit. And
1: then he can appeal and say, I didn't have proper representation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it was So,
0: me. <laughs> yeah. The, the judge uh, eventually says, I'm not going to grant you that ability to waive your right to a, the death penalty or something. Maybe unless you have wanted, a lawyer.
1: Yeah, maybe he also wanted to save some of his inheritance and not have to waste it on a lawyer. In so, case he got so
0: that's the funny thing. So, we'll, uh, basically, the trial, it only lasted four days. And he was convicted on seven total charges. (gasps) One, so two counts of first-degree murder, two counts of abuse of a corpse, and then three counts of a first-degree felony murder.
1: Is there is there something that is higher than abuse of a corpse because i feel like this is a little <laughs> bit further you know they're yes. like a, can you do that times like seven like i feel like that's what this is like
0: like this uh, is beyond all that. caps abuse of a yeah, corpse. yeah this
1: is a lot
0: yeah this is and, a lot. and and then like i said three counts of first degree felony murder which i didn't know there was a difference but apparently a felony murder is when you're committing a murder while committing a separate felony okay so the first one the first felony murder was him killing his mom okay, while having murdered his dad. So that's a separate felony. So he's committing murder while... Sep- so committing- simultaneous uh-huh. murder. Right. And then the other two counts of felony murder are killing both his mom and dad while committing robbery. Because here's what he did uh, after he killed his parents. Okay. So after killing both of his parents... Which, by the way, the, the order of killing his parents went. His mom went to the store, he killed his dad, and then as soon as his mom got back from the store, he killed her. Yeah, hence the grocery
1: disgusting, but the whole like, get rid of the threat first, which yeah. is usually the dad, or yeah. the mail, whatever.
0: He then uh, went into their credit card or bank accounts, hence the wallets spread out on the table, and prepaid $10,000 worth of rent for him back in Baton Rouge. So he was like, I still need to live rent free. <laughs> you know, he's like, so I need to down. buy me some time until I get this life insurance money. You
1: really? OK, well, I mean.
0: And okay. it is it's it's wild. We we only heard a short uh, portion of this notebook. So further into this notebook, he talks about the details of his parents' uh, bank accounts and their I guess funds and who's supposed to get what from his sisters to him, and and how he's got these joint accounts that she, because obviously it's his mom, it's okay. not his sister's mom.
1: Can I say something really quick. Yeah, um, has nothing to do with this part at all, but. I feel it's important <laughs> that if you were to see this guy in court, Oh my gosh. I don't know what he looked like at the time of the killing, but in this video that you subjected me to, mm-hmm. I had to look at his face, still a little bit nauseous, but he looks like a chubby Pee Wee Herman
0: absolutely he it's
1: the weird glazed over eyes yeah there is a photo of him too wet looking face like he looks clammy yeah
0: and there's a photo of him and i can't figure out what it was half of his face is like super swollen
1: (gasps) yeah he like he looks like
0: a thin face but then all of a sudden it's like a fat face on on the other side weird And you could tell something is going on there. i mean
1: he's not like a small dude you know no, like he's no, 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 a little no. bit of a thick boy but it's the face man like why did your skin look like that yeah. not like not like oh you have acne or something or like a deformity but it's like no it's, it is it like looks slimy. like clay almost yeah. or something i'm like wow you already looked very unsettling, and then yeah. you add this weird skin thing going like, on? Like, what is wrong with you, I can't you, even bro? make it up. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Just setting the tone for you guys. Well, Ooh. yeah. Ugh. I need you so, to visualize that while you listen to this. Yeah, this piece of shit. I need you he to decided be on my to level
0: steal right $10,000 worth of money for for rent, and then like I was saying, he was very detailed into, he knew all of the funds of his parents and, and where houses were going to be going uh, if they were to die, and uh,
1: Do you think his mom told him? Do you think he just asked oh, her one sure. day? Or, yeah, like, yeah. was like discreet, like, hey, right. if you guys were to be murdered and boiled in a pot, like, who would your house yeah, go I to? I mean, no,
0: he had, he was like, this house would go to him, but originally he was going to flood it and then try to burn it down, I guess. And get and make insurance
1: it. or something.
0: But. Well, yeah, obviously life insurance on his mom's side and then split the stuff from his dad with his sisters. But why
1: would you destroy the house? So, oh, because evidence me, he, Yeah, so he yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to
0: make it look like his dad committed the murder and oh. he killed himself or burnt the house down, whatever it was.
1: So he was really trying to go after the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and
0: he said, I would, t- I would inherit the house, but the house would likely be worth nothing. So I would possibly inherit the house they were going to move to but my aunt still lives there, so that's worth nothing, too. So he was breaking down all of this. This is what to I'm like, talking
1: about, where he's, like, smart but not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Okay. Um. Anyways, like Ugh. I said, eventually he got uh, convicted on all seven charges that he Good. was charged for. The autopsy of both bodies showed that his father, Joel Guy Sr., was stabbed or cut at minimum uh, 40 times. Wow. And then Lisa was stabbed or cut at minimum 30 times. Dude, and I say at minimum because the uh autopsy gal she's like based on what was left of the body, this Ew. is just what I was able to find.
1: Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. What else? Dude, your mom was like the only one that liked you, like really. You know, mm-hmm. do that to her. Uh, right? Really? Exactly.
0: So he or the the his dad was dismembered at both wrists, which is why the hands were on the ground in the exercise room. Uh he was dismembered at both shoulder blades, so no arms, and then at both hips to remove his legs from his torso.
1: Was this before or after the plan to frame his dad? He was going to just chop off the dad's legs and be yep. like, yeah, I guess my dad yeah, did it that's to himself. Yeah, where, and
0: that's where possibly burning the house down afterwards was hopefully going to be... Um, Leaving no no trace of his dad anywhere.
1: So this because remember he had plans
0: was... on on melting or you know right. disintegrating them, breaking up the bones. There was going to be no trace of them left over at all.
1: Right, but then he probably thought that's too weird. I need to show like something was left, but like somebody did it to them, not me. Right.
0: Yes. Exactly. But and so he, whole, actually, like, he, he wrote seems... a letter and left it in the upstairs master bedroom as his dad. Yeah, as his dad, that said. Uh, had a good run or something like that. So he
1: was going to burn the house down or flood it, yep. but he was thinking that this letter was going to survive the flood and the fire. To Again, <laughs> this like is what I'm saying. you're
0: such a smart dude, but then you're making no <laughs> sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, and
0: then also All for right. some reason, he cut off his dad's foot at the ankle. This is
1: what I'm saying. Like I'm wondering why the extra dismembering. Yeah, well, people... Did you people... just always want to do this?
0: I guess growing up, I don't know. I yeah, honestly, right? I don't know. Yeah, um, hmm. his mom, she was also dismembered at both uh, shoulder blades. So that's how he removed the arms from the torso. Because think about it, he's trying to get these these entire bodies to fit in these little plastic bins. Right. So, uh, and then instead of cutting her out at the hip, he cut her at her knees. Because I guess she was small enough that. Yeah. If you just cut her at the knees. Okay. Uh, and then, obviously, her head was severed and removed.
1: Yeah, like, once again, your mom was your only friend. Like, I feel like you would be doing all this extra stuff, like, just to your dad or something. Yeah,
0: I'm not really sure. obviously,
1: we're not psychologists. We're not psychiatrists, I understand. But I, we always want to know the why. But and I really. A, you know what, though? The why, in this case, seems money could be
0: because, uh... I mean, he's been, been coddled his entire life. And all of a sudden, you're going to cut me out. And mom, you're supposed oh, to be the true. one person that that's always true. protects me. Yeah. And that's why maybe he was even more angry and with her.
1: And who knows what kind of talk they had when he went back this time, right? Yep. They, they probably had a whole like, hey, just so you know. Yeah, when
0: that whole retirement talk yeah. was brought up. Hey, this December, we're going to be moving back. You know, why? What was yeah, said? You right. Know, exactly. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, eventually he was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences with the ability for parole, um, but he won't be eligible for that for like a hundred something years. Yeah.
1: Like why did they even put that in there?
0: Yeah. Which, and I, I put that in there because, uh, and obviously people put that in there because that's what it was. You're talking about why the courts put that in there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's always like, Uh, I think of it like a slap in
0: the face to this guy because he originally said, you know what? I'm going to let you give me the death penalty. Basically saying, just take me out. Like, I know I did this. If, if you find me guilty, please give me the death penalty. And the courts were like,
1: yeah, we're not going to,
0: like, we'll give you that option. But the prosecutors are saying they don't want to go for that.
1: Also, if he was smart, like, he seems like he is 3%. Like, I can't really tell with him. But he would know that death penalty rarely ends in actually an execution. Right. Yeah. But How also, long are you on death row? Yeah. Um, But it's all, it kind of reminds me of when people are like, you get 379 years. And like, where does yeah. that number come from? Just say life. I think life. it's just, right. It's weird.
0: Yeah. Like, but I mean, I think with technology, not, no, I was going to say they could live forever. Oh my gosh. No, it, I think it has to do with the, uh, you know, by the book, Hey, this is a, a quote unquote life sentence for murder yeah. and you get it. You did it twice.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, obviously, I'll definitely be posting pictures of this because I feel like everyone needs to be subjected to this man's yeah, face. Yeah, I, re- like I, I
0: remember uh, when this happened. I, I don't really remember the trial. Uh, granted, the trial was only four days back in 2020. Um, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like a long trial. I was but like, this nope.
1: actually occurred in what year? 20-
0: 2016.
1: 16. okay. Yeah.
0: So I kind of remember when this happened and just thinking, oh, that's fucked up you know this this kid not kid I mean, 28 years old well, but
1: yeah
0: it, this like a little child little.
1: yeah basically
0: murdered his parents and dismembered them and i was like fucking weirdos yeah and i don't again kind of like you i don't didn't remember these details of like the fucking head in the pot yeah. like there's a few cases i can think of where there's human body parts in a pot yeah and this was not one i, of them know. That I thought of. and usually it's like very easy to be like, right oh, yeah you know, and how, Knight, honestly,
1: looking at this fucker, like, how did I forget that face? Yeah, yeah. I'm never yeah. going to now. Oh,
0: I, I got a feeling that uh, this could be one of those, you know, this is what nightmares are made of posts <laughs> yeah, yeah. on Instagram when we, when we throw them on You there. know,
1: now that I'm thinking about it, I think I remember um the sisters, at least in the episodes or whatever that I watched about this case, which wasn't a ton, I remember the sisters all felt weird about him. And I remember them being interviewed. Yeah. And, and a lot of them were like, yeah, he wasn't taking it too well. And, like, we left and we thought it was weird that he was staying behind. That's exactly
0: what it was. Yeah. Because they didn't really – that's exactly – it's weird because I didn't bring that out up, up yeah. at all. But they thought it was weird that he was staying the entire weekend.
1: Yeah. And I think I also remember – this is coming from the depths of my brain right now – that when they were all over for that Thanksgiving, first of all, he was being extra nice. Like, to a lot of the family members. and the defense
0: attorneys say he was outgoing, friendly, and happy. And that was the three cues that they kept using. Does this look like an outgoing and friendly and happy uh, person? And he's showing, like, pictures of them on Thanksgiving. And then he's like, and you're telling me that an outgoing, friendly, and happy person is going to kill and dismember their parents?
1: Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, exactly what happened. And also that one of the sisters said that at one point he went upstairs into the attic to get, like, some old stuff of his. Like, maybe, I think she said, like, old trophies or pictures or something. And she was giving them to her son. And he had never shown any interest in her kids before because he's, like, really antisocial and yeah, weird. very much so. And I guess he was, like, giving them things from his childhood. And she goes, I thought it was weird, like almost like a last wishes kind of thing. Like, here, you can have all this stuff kind of thing. Hmm. She goes, I thought it was really weird. And then on top of that, of course, he ended up being like, no, I think I'm going to stay a a tiny bit longer with mom and dad. And she was like, that's weird because he doesn't really like to hang out with them. So that's when the sister was like, I knew. I remember her saying this, that she was like, something is freaking weird. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, one of the sisters saw the blue bins in the back of his car. That he Ew, had that's up so on weird Not to like, think that
1: your parents end up in that. Yeah, right. That's so weird. And again,
0: these are, and this is part- I uh, would think about the, that all the, the time. The defense was like, you know, you can't prove this beyond reasonable doubt. And it's like, there's no, so far beyond reasonable doubt that the yeah. blue bins that were seen by the sister in the back of his car yeah. end up having parents' bones and body right. in them. So like, then find
1: hmm. the blue bins then- that, that were in the back of yeah, the car if, if still it, there. that's not them yeah exactly. exactly
0: yeah so anyway yeah this is going to be a I'm interested to see what people have to say uh on the Instagram when you when you show his picture he is I think you're going to find the picture that I'm thinking of. It's a dead on straight, straight <laughs> shot of his face. And it is
1: lucky. Terrifying. It
0: looks like somebody that is uh, in Harry Potter getting ready to change from a rat Ew. to a person. Or OK, something. so, yeah. Yeah, okay. it is. It is disgusting. Gross. So for those of you listening, make sure you go to.
1: Listen, I our am Instagram. not one to hate on anybody's looks. But if you're this motherfucker <laughs> and you're cutting up your mom and dad, I will shit uh, on yeah, everything yeah, about yeah. you. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And even if you look good, I'm gonna still <laughs> on so everything shit about you, you piece of you. shit.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, well, so, do I say thank you for that or do I just say, well, cool. That's what happens. All right, then. <laughs> that's a thing. That's
0: the thing that <laughs> happens. Yeah. Uh, I hope you.
1: Question heard mark, it. enjoyed it. I <laughs> hope <Heard laughs> you it. heard it. I hope you observed it. <laughs> and that.
0: I hope you listeners enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah this was a weird one. Uh, if you did enjoy it, go to, go to Instagram, yeah. at True Crime Banter. Let us know what you think.
1: And we, at least I do, apologize for not verbally letting you know in the last one to not eat during. But yes. we did tell you this time, so a warning is a And warning if you chose to warning. eat through
0: this... Good job.
1: Good job. Kudos. And let's be friends. <laughs> this is me too. Anyways,
0: uh I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Again, follow us on YouTube, Instagram, uh rate Stitcher, us. Stitcher, Spotify, like. yep. all right. Leave a leave a review on Apple Podcasts and uh leave a rating on Spotify.
1: And please reach out, say hi to me on Instagram. I'm lonely She's so lonely. come say hi. <laughs> Talk about murder stuff, you know, I'm here. So Yeah.
0: All right, well, uh, this has been the True Crime Banter Podcast, yeah, and uh, it's been we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Take care.